This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008, or as always, visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, there are a lot of reasons so many people love fall. The changing leaves, the fresh and local apple cider, the appearance of Halloween decorations, and perhaps best of all, many parts of the country still have several weeks of warm temperatures before winter gets ready to sink its teeth in. Now, of course, fall also means that the end of the year is in sight, which also means it's time to prepare a list of financial to-dos that you may want to conclude before January 1st. But before we chat about some of the financial steps you should take before the end of the year, I have one big to-do to cross off my list, and that's introduce my super co-host, Tony Shore. <laughs> Tony, how we doing, buddy? Super co-host today. I like it. Wow. <laughs> Making me feel good already, Albert. Wow. Well, Albert, <laughs> it's great to be here with you as always because today there's so much going on out there and especially at the end of the year. And we're going to talk about some of that, uh, what people need to know, what our listeners need to be paying attention to and get in order before uh, the end of the year sneaks up on us. And man, it's, it's fast approaching. It seems like not only does time go faster for me as I get older, but toward the end of the, this time of year, it just flies by. It, have you noticed that? Yes, always. Every time this year, yeah. you know. I wish winter flew like this. Yeah, no, fall <laughs> fall always flies by. I mean, uh, you know, was, uh, summer and fall just whoosh. So mm -hmm. um, that's that's where I'm at. I mean, I luckily, the, the nice weather, the warm weather's held on. And so I've gotten right. out, you know, raking leaves, I really enjoyed <laughs> that. Uh, you know, I actually enjoy getting outside. I enjoy fall. I don't like raking. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> but I, I, like I told my wife, I'd rather rake than bag. So. Ah, yeah. okay. Yes. Yeah. I, bagging leaves is a pain, in my opinion. I don't have one of <laughs> those is. machines that goes and does it. And uh, I'm not like you where I just have people that do it for me. You know? <laughs> you know, I cut down my trees this summer in front and they were dying. And uh, you think I should be happy and have no leaves to rake this year. No, my neighbor's trees are all, oh, yeah. all in my yeah. yard. You still have so. your neighbor's trees to contend with. Mm -hmm. Same here. We cut down <laughs> our, our biggest tree and we have none in the front yard except a pine tree. So that doesn't uh, have right. leaves. So, uh, but we still get leaves on our lawn somehow. Um, well, you know, I don't know. At least we have football right now entertain us we yes. were talking about that before the show and um 
you the know, Minnesota our Vikings. division isn't the greatest, uh, <laughs> but you know, I was born and raised in Minnesota, so I'm a happy camper right now. For sure, you yeah. should be. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, though, uh, moving ahead. And, you know, this topic is good because I think, Albert, it's easy for people to overlook some of the year-end financial steps that they should be taking. So I know you're here to give us some good reminders today, right? For sure, for sure. Let's begin here. Uh, uh, in fact, a bank rate article, Greg McBride's end of the year financial checklist, 15 tasks to complete. Well, it highlights some of the things I often discuss with clients during end of the year appointments. Uh, the first step is to review your spending patterns during uh, the current year and to then use that information to adjust your budget for 2023. For many folks, 2022 was a year of transition as both our society and economy continued opening back up after COVID-19 shutdowns. So that meant more trips to the gas station and more family outings, obviously to the movies and maybe Chuck E. Cheese's. Uh, but when reviewing your spending for the year, what jumps out at you? You know, did you spend more on lunches out than you realized? Uh, did you come up maybe a little short on your goal for your emergency fund? No matter what you find during your review, there's likely little reason to panic. Uh, just use that info to build a 2023 budget that fits your needs. Exactly. So you're saying review, reflect, adjust. And I think that's great. Three good words to latch on to as we head into 2023. Most definitely. Most definitely. Now, next, you should double check the progress you've made on paying down your significant pieces of debt. Uh, for example, what was your debt load on January 15th? And then what was your debt load on November 15th? Is it smaller, bigger, the same? You know, if it's gotten bigger or stayed the same, it's time to come up with maybe a new plan before you greet the new year. Uh, remember, in many ways, debt is a set of financial handcuffs that reduce your ability to reach your biggest financial goals. Looking ahead to potentially paying down debt in 2023, consider adjusting your financial strategy to, let's say, help you prioritize cutting your expenses, even if for a limited period of time. Now, slashing your spending for three or four months may supply you with extra cash you can dedicate to paying off debt. Debt consolidation may also be another option, though I would strongly recommend working with a financial service professional if you're considering that route. Well, for sure. I think cutting spending to pay down debt in three or four month increments, like you just explained to us, could make the process a lot less daunting and doable for some people, right? Yes, for sure. I mean, it's just taking little chunks at a time. Now, you should next thoroughly review how well you've achieved your savings goal for the year and then make any necessary savings goal changes for 2023. Now, remember, there are a lot of rewards that come with having a healthy savings account. First, if you head into retirement with a healthy amount of savings, you'll likely find it easier to maintain your preferred lifestyle. Secondly, ample savings helps you address emergency spending without having to rely on your credit cards. You know, uh, let's say the oven breaks a week before you're uh, slated to host, let's say, 25 relatives for Thanksgiving. If you have adequate savings, you can go to the appliance store and purchase replacement without having to worry about paying interest. Wow. And saving is, it's about more than just diverting part of your paycheck into a savings account, right? <laughs> it sure is. Um, in fact, cash savings is important, but you should also meet with your financial services professional to discuss 
things like adequately contributing to your retirement accounts, uh, establishing 529 college savings plans, and other investment vehicles. Now, as you review your financial strategy before the end of the year, spending a good amount of time on where your saving is as currently and where you like to be beginning next year, well, that's pretty essential. Yeah, that's really essential. And I I think it's, uh, you know, you've talked about this during previous shows, uh, maxing out your 401ks, how important it is to fund those retirement accounts. Where does that fit into this? Well, you know, if maxing out your 401k for the year is part of your strategy, make sure you highlight December 31st because that's your last opportunity to do so. Now, if you receive a holiday or year-end bonus, I'd recommend dedicating as much as possible to your 401k. Furthermore, if your employer provides a 401k match and you haven't already maxed it out, wow, make sure you take that step before time runs out. Yeah. Yeah. You got to, you got to do that. Obviously you have to uh, make sure that you take care of that. Uh, and you know, make sure you do the match. You have to contribute at least enough to get that employer match. Uh, like you say, because that's free money, right? Right. So you got to do that. Uh, we should probably take a moment here to let the listeners know how they can get a hold of you so they can get a financial plan in place and make sure they're doing all the right things they need to do before the end of the year. Yeah, sure. I mean, folks, you guys can all visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008 and discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concern about retirement income. All right. Sounds great. And, you know, in our first segment, you've been highlighting, making, and reviewing a budget, analyzing how well we've done on paying off our high interest debt, doing that, and then um, looking at savings goals and making necessary adjustments moving into the new year. And of course, maxing out your 401k before the end of the year, depending on your tax situation. What do you have for us next? Well, let's push forward with the same bank rate article, uh, Greg McBride's end of the year financial checklist, 15 tasks to complete. Uh, basically says, because it has a lot more great info for us, I, I just want to touch, its next recommendation is to discuss a potential Roth conversion with your financial services professional. You know, as the article explains, if you've experienced an income reduction this year, you may want to consider taking advantage of your lower tax bracket by converting pre-tax retirement assets like traditional IRAs into Roth IRAs. Now, while Roth IRAs may be a good move for many people, you should note that there are some potential drawbacks, including the fact that a conversion would trigger taxes on contributions that aren't already taxed. Okay. So, and taxes always play a part in every show we do, it seems. And and we've had good conversations in the past about these Roth conversions. Uh, You've said many times they aren't right for everyone, but they can be great uh, tax-free options in retirement. So you should only explore them though with the help of a financial professional and advisor like yourself, correct? Yes, definitely. I mean, you don't want to do this alone unless you're a CPA, you know, and and can understand it. But definitely you do want some assistance in that and get it right. Um, Next, you should analyze your asset allocation. Rebalance your portfolio if necessary uh, by end of this year, you know, especially with the year that we've had already and elections coming up, you know, here soon. Um, It's 
may be important to relook at that. Um, as countless news stories make clear, you know, we're still dealing with high inflation and some degree of market volatility, which means you and your financial service professional may want to discuss your investment mix. Now, changing your preferred mix of stocks, bonds, and cash and other investments this time of year means you may position yourself to begin the new year with fresh perspective and maybe a renewed confidence. Um, now, we don't have the time and space during our episode really today to to get into the meat and potatoes of investing. So I would once again urge you just work closely with your financial services professional on any and all of your investment needs. Yeah. Well, and there's certainly no reason to try to figure out the investing world on your own, right? For sure. That's definitely <laughs> for sure. Now, the next thing, reviewing your beneficiaries by the end of the year um, is an important thing to cross off your financial to-do list. You know, uh, Adding or removing a beneficiary in your accounts is an essential part of making sure your wishes are followed and that your assets end up where you want them to be. And and don't forget that beneficiaries supersede wills, so make sure you your will is aligned with you know your various beneficiaries. And then look, life's hectic. And it's easy to forget to change a beneficiary when your circumstances cause for it. So that's why having a beneficiary review as one of your year-end to-dos is so important for everybody. Yeah, there you go. I mean, making sure your beneficiaries are up-to-date and accurate is going to make it easier on your loved ones after you're gone. And you don't want a mistake there for sure. Oh, that's exactly right, Tony. Exactly. Now, next, bank rate reminds us of the potential importance of, ha of, I would just say, harvesting tax losses, especially for this year. You know, the article explains that you can write off investment losses. In fact, the IRS caused them capital losses with regard to your income taxes, which then shrinks your taxable income, provides you with a small tax break. Now, be aware, though, that losses must be realized, which simply means that you've sold the stock in order to receive the deduction. Moreover, you must take the step prior to the final trading day of the year, which is generally December 31st. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great topic to discuss with your financial professional and a tax professional. Almost definitely. Definitely. And you should also review your flexible spending account while you're at it, you know, or your FSA, you know, balance before, you know, we welcome in the new year. If you're utilizing an employer-provided, let's say, FSA, ensure that you're, fa you're fully aware of how much you have left to spend because that balance is use it or lose it. Now, some employers provide a grace period, which usually ends in the middle of March, thus giving you an extra two and a half months to spend the money you had set aside during the previous year. But if your employer doesn't provide a grace period, make sure you spend your FSA down by end of the year. Yeah, nobody wants to see their money essentially vanish, right? Uh, so yeah. you got to make sure you utilize it during the next several weeks here. Most definitely. Now, the next thing, reviewing changes to your benefits and completing the open enrollment process is another to-do you should complete before the end of the year. Now, the year's final quarter is often the start of what we call open enrollment, which is the window of time when you can select or change benefits for the upcoming year in your health plan. Now, if you haven't already done so, carve out some time to review what you, your employer is offering, and also to make sure what you'll have everything when is needed. Yeah. So uh, what are the potential consequences then of missing open enrollment? 
Oh, geez. Uh, it can it varies from employer to employer, but there's a chance that missing your open enrollment period will mean you'll either have to keep what you chose the previous year or have no benefits at all. And with the price of health care, having no benefits at all could have negative implications for your financial strategy. So if you've gotten married or had a child, open enrollment is your opportunity to add them to your benefits plan. And if you haven't previously taken advantage of an FSA, well, open enrollment is your chance to begin doing so. So as you can see, open enrollment is a to-do that most folks can't afford to yeah. And open enrollment is currently going on for Medicare right now as yes. well. For uh, open enrollment period ends, I believe, December 7th for Medicare. So that's another year-end thing, speaking of open enrollment, that people want to be aware of. And uh, highlighting these things that should be on everyone's year-end to-do list is so important. I've learned a lot, and I hope our listeners have as well. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, the next piece of advice from Bank Radar article, Greg McBride's end of the year financial checklist, 15 tasks to complete, well, is to get your hands on a free copy of your credit report. Now, I'm certainly not going out uh, on a limb by saying good credit is absolutely vital, but have you reviewed your score lately? If you haven't, make sure you add it to your to-do list because doing so will help you make sure there aren't any unpleasant surprises errors, identity theft issues, or forgotten purchases. And those are all things that may be reflected on your credit report. Now, a solid credit report is often necessary to secure, let's say, a mortgage or an apartment, purchase a car, or possibly even swap insurance companies. You can visit annualcreditreport.com. Again, that's annualcreditreport.com to get your report. And many credit card companies also provide a credit score monitor. Ah, okay. Whenever I log into my banking app, my credit score is right there, which I really like. Some banks do yes. provide that. And I get a monthly email from my bank uh, showing me that. So if anything's changed. So that's really, really handy. Definitely for sure. Now, we talked about how paying off debt should be on your year-end to-do list during our first segment, but the article is also specifically addresses credit card debt. Now, the article also notes that the average credit card rate is currently about 16.3%. So for many people, credit card debt is the most expensive piece of debt that they carry. There's not much else out there uh, hitting you with a rate of more than 16%. If you have significant credit card debt, coming up with a strategy to reverse that trend, well, it's a major financial to-do. In fact, there are a lot of strategies to attack your credit card debt, but one tried and true method, well, it's to focus on paying off the card with the highest interest rate first and to then move down to the list from there. Sure, the old snowball approach to attacking uh, credit card debt. Very helpful. It's worked for a lot of people. I'm glad you brought that up. And credit mm -hmm. card debt can be a problem for so many. And right now, with interest rates so high, Albert, I mean, uh, some credit mm. cards are at 24%. So, yes. And, and you've, you've said this before. It's important not to get too down on yourself if you have more credit card debt than is probably wise uh, because, you know, losing track of just how much you're using your credit card can be easy to do. But paying off those cards, that's uh, got to be one of the biggest to-dos and most important. That is very true, Tony. Very true. And it's very rewarding. Um, 
Now, reviewing your credit card benefits and reward offering while you're doing that is another year-end to do. I mean, think about it. Many cards offer perks like cash back on certain purchases or free access to apps like, let's say, Spotify and Grubhub. Now, do your cards provide not just good perks, but perks you'll actually want to use? For the most part, you shouldn't feel compelled to be loyal to your credit card companies. Get out there and shop around and find a card that has useful perks and that fits, well, neatly into your financial strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And I certainly like the sound of not being unnecessarily loyal to a credit card company. <laughs> right. Now, interestingly, the article also suggests that if you have a good credit score, applying for a new credit card could actually help you save money. How? Well, there's a couple of different possibilities. First, some companies tout sizable sign-up bonuses, often as much as $800. And then certain cards provide zero interest introductory periods, often one year to 15 months, which could position you to purchase large items or holiday gifts for more than a year without facing interest. Now, essentially, you should use credit cards to your advantage, not the card company's advantage. So fully paying your balance each month is also a way to avoid, well, getting swamped by interest. Well, yeah, when looking around for a new card, what are some things we need to keep an eye out for then? Well, you know, when looking around uh, for a potential new card, focus on those that offer perks and rewards in categories that fit your normal spending habits. You should also weigh your likelihood of being approved for a card you're interested in. Tools like bank rates, card match may be valuable during your selection process. Okay. Uh, and that, that makes sense as well. So uh, for a long time, it seemed like when it came to credit cards, there wasn't much to think about. Do I want a MasterCard, Visa, or Amex? But, uh, you know, maybe what's my interest rate going to be? Nowadays, you can sit, you know, you could sit through an entire football game on TV without <laughs> seeing credit card commercials <laughs> touting. You know, you can't do it. Uh, there's so many perks and rewards on different mm -hmm. cards. So finding a card that's right for you, is a, that's a terrific year-end to-do item. That's right, Tony. And don't settle. Find what you want. Okay, so now the article's final year in financials, uh, I guess, to do is to review all of your insurance policies. Sit down and open up your life, auto, and home insurance policies so that hitting into the new year, you can be comfortable that they'll continue meeting your needs. Also, make certain that your coverage is far-reaching enough and whether or not you should adjust your deductibles. And then finally, as with credit cards, shop around and compare. You don't need to stick with a certain company out of habit if you find a company offering equal or better insurance at a lower price. Wow. Okay. Well, and we all want that. We've had a great show today. I think we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today, Albert? Yeah, folks, you know, it's been a great show. If you have questions about putting uh, together your uh, own end-of-the-year financial to-do list, please visit my website, www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right, and listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.